What is happening, everybody? You know, I, I, I don't, I always forget to do podcasts because I'm so busy. Although we didn't have a video last week, I will get a video back up and going this week. But with the podcast, I, I did the one, I think I just did one, maybe two. And I, it just slipped my mind. It's every night. Uh, I got so many other things going on and I don't even think about it. And then the last time I actually remembered was, Hey, Friday night. And I was just, no one listens to podcasts on a Saturday or Sunday in the past. So I said, no one's going to listen. So why not just wait till Sunday night? And yeah, I, I've been, I'm working. I just got off work and it's right now it's almost one in the morning. And so I said, Hey, make a podcast talking about some of the things that's going on. And the the game, I, I finished the game probably when I text everyone in the group, but man, cause I had it recorded and I was able to come home and take a break and watch it. And I just, some of these games, man, they're just so they they have moments, right? There's moments where big plays, they're enjoyable. The game was close, right? I would prefer at times, uh, I know for fantasy purposes, we would probably prefer the, you know, the if it's one sided blowout, if it's your guy, right? If you know the Colts go up twenty seven three in the fourth quarter and Jonathan Taylor had three touchdowns or Matt Ryan had a monster game, then it's like, okay, you know, I could take that. But for to to at least watch the game, at least the game was eleven to ten. You know what the heck is that? Eleven to ten. But you know, it, it across all the NFL, the the Rams game that was pretty boring to watch. I mean, I actually found myself at times watching the Seahawks game against the Falcons. A little shocked that the Falcons won that uh, because Seattle played so well the first half and they only got I think three points, maybe six the entire second half. Uh, but that was that was enjoyable. Um, Overall, yeah, there's just sometimes you, that some of the games today, I just don't know where to start. Not just with our games, with the NFL, but some of the players who just didn't really. Jamar Chase, I think he had a touchdown. Justin Jefferson with only four points. Tyreek Hill, what did Tyreek Hill get? Let me see. Let me go to Eric's team real quick because I know he has both. Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill combined for, I believe, 10 points or 9.70. 9.7. That's crazy. That's crazy. And against the Detroit Lions, Buffalo, they weren't 100%, right? And so you, with their secondary, uh, you think Tyree Kill might have an okay game. Maybe he could take off. But that game itself, excuse me, like I said, I apologize. It's one in the morning, so I'm going to try not to yawn so much. So I'm not going to make this an hour-long podcast. There's no way I can stay up till 2 a.m. How tired I am. I will just cover some of our games because there's a lot going on in our league. At first, if you we look at the standings, okay, we see NFL 2K23 division. You got Christian's White Chase, <laughs> White's Chase Brown. I still love that name. Dino Dan, White's Chase Brown is two and zero. Dino Dan one and one. Mario one and one. Now I love the fact that they went heads up this week, on the fact that one of them is going to go to two and one, and the other one drops to one and two. One and two is nothing, right? We, in in a division right now where the top team will uh, is going to be Christian. Right, he's going to be three zero, barring some kind of insane, almost uh, inconceivable thing where the Cowboys can Daniel Jones uh, plays really bad and the Cowboys can drop fifty uh, fantasy points. We've seen it happen, right? I just I don't see that happening. I think both teams are eh. I think the Giants. I think the Cowboys. I don't want to get into who's going to win, but anyways, 
for the most part, 99% chance Christian wins that game. So he will be looking at 3-0. Dino Dan is going to, what is he, 1%? Yeah, basically he's losing to Mario as well. Yeah, he did lose to Mario, so it's over. It's so weird when they put that 1% chance when neither guy, even maybe they're thinking stack correction on something, maybe multiple guys. I mean, I've seen a seven-point swing in baseball, but never in our football league. So anyways, so Mario goes is going to go to 2-1. and one. Dino Dan, after that huge week one, right, where Javante Williams, Cooper Cup, everybody, his team looked dynamite. And he could be changing his name to Dynamite Dan. Uh, he's going to fall to 1-2, and two, right? So it's frustrating when you're, when you're a team – like Mario, Dino, and Christian. Christian's at least 3-0. We'll get to him in a second. But when you start out a season 1-0 and and you go, hey, all right, I look good. You know, you feel excited. You get pumped. And then you lose the next two, regardless of how close it is. Blow if it's Maybe if it's like 200 to 190, you're like, okay, this is frustrating. But I outscored eight out of the 12 teams in the league. I should be fine. But with Dino Dan, he didn't do that this week. You know, he dropped 157. He did outscore. Well, no, he did outscore a good number, right? But at this point, falling to one and two, I could see frustration set in. But we know that fantasy football, the one thing you have to always remember is it is not like real football. When you are 0 and 3, you know, or 1 and 2, like the Washington Commanders, where you go, okay, their only real win, right? Their only win was against the Jaguars, who actually were winning that game in the fourth quarter. They actually had that game. That was one of the teams I said was my upset of the week. I know Austin put in the group text, hey, are the Jags for real? I think the Chargers were not 100%. Um, you know, no Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. You could see if you watched some of that game, his throws, he could not get. So he was not 100%. They were trying to force their way through it. The pressure did not look well today, and there was some blown plays where, like, the James Robinson, huge 50-yard touchdown, plays like that. But I don't think Jacksonville's as good as they look today. But the Jags, yes, they are legit. I thought they got enough weapons, um, picked up pieces to help Trevor Lawrence with ETN, who hasn't done much, but with James Robinson back. Robinson, to me, uh, as you saw in my fantasy show, I hyped him up and said, hey, he's one of the top running backs. He was the number one. If I said all running backs who are ranked 25 or later uh, outside in the fantasy world, and this was back in, geez, I want to say March or April, I had Robinson number one out of all of them because he's done it multiple years, and the injury is the only reason he would drop back. People felt, oh, with the Achilles, he's not going to be able to play as well. He's not going to get the playing time. It's ETN. Well, Robinson's proved everyone wrong. But so Jacksonville has everything. They got defense, offense. They just had to get Trevor Lawrence to prove he can do it, and he's looking good. Right after three, even at two and one record, he's looked good. And I'm talking way too long in Jacksonville. I need to focus just on our teams. So, as my the whole point behind that was that Washington beat Jacksonville, and that's it. They lost. They tried to make a comeback late last week, but looked terrible for three quarters against the Lions, and now they looked awful all game against the Eagles. When you get to that in the NFL, if you're a fan of that team, you go, hey. Maybe we can squeeze a few wins out and the momentum can change, right? We might maybe get to four, 500 and turn it around. Fantasy football, man, it does not matter. It, it does not matter. You could be 0-6 and, and like Jose has. I know we hate to bring up that name. 0-4 like Brian. 2-5 and 5 like I have. The dip, 
two of those teams, Brian and myself, made the playoffs. Owned for Brian, traded Calvin Johnson, and looked like he was already pulling the ripcord, and things just lined up, and he won. Because with fantasy football, you can have a couple weeks where your guys were bad. You could have young guys on your team, my team, you know, Kenneth Walker, Traylon Burks. I drafted some young guys thinking for next year, right on contract. I knew they weren't going to help me this year. Or by the time they can help me, it'll be the second half of the year, and I might be well out of it. But the point is, you things can change in two weeks. Injuries, right? They can start to pile up, and uh, now all of a sudden the guys who have the depth, who might have been losing a few close games, start to take off. Remember, we saw. Let me get to to. Let me get. I, 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 man, I'm all over the place. Let me cover Christian's team. So the Dolphins, Tua, Terra, real football great they're in they're they're three and oh they're looking outstanding buffalo dominated that game and the dolphins still found a way to win but tua tyree kill they did not perform well like they like we saw last week i don't expect last week to happen too often that was just the thing with tyree kill yes but all season with eckler or not eckler with tua and waddle you know waddle i think i think the receivers will be fine but i don't think Tua's is going to drop too many 50 point games austin eckler he is something that, you know, he has not looked great. He's running back 14, but he has yet to eclipse 20 points. He did have 18 last week. Excuse me. But I feel much safer with him than Alvin Kamara. But Jamar Chase, 13 points. Hollywood Brown, 34 points for Christian. Mark Andrews, solid. Christian Kirk, right? We talked about Christian Kirk. He was one of the guys in one of my fantasy videos where I had him one of the top receivers who are forgotten, you know, uh, kind of in outside the top 24 coming into the season rankings. And he was one of my favorites. So just in the fact that he's going to get the volume, right? He got decent volume with some injuries last year in Arizona, and he was a wide receiver too. Well, Jacksonville is going to get wide receiver one volume. So that alone, if he has the talent, which he does, and he's showing it, should obviously tell you Christian Kirk's going to be outstanding. So looking at Christian's team, we said he was one of the – you know, it could have been with the trade, Dino's team really jumped up, and it's still too early to say anything because uh, looking at it right now as Christian being 3-0, having Kirk, Andrews, Brown, Chase, <laughs> White's Chase Brown, and Eckler, now it's all down to is Tua going to perform? Daniel Jones is his other quarterback. I mean, that's it. He does. He only has – Two quarterbacks, and Daniel Jones does not scare me. That would be his weak point for Christian as we get down the stretch or Tua has some tough road games. Daniel Jones, I don't love anyways. So that might be his uh, one weakness. With Dino Dan, I love Kirk Cousins. Henderson was awful. Javante Williams, they couldn't get it going. That was a tough Niner defense. I'm not scared about him. Cooper Cup, he had a pedestrian day, and that was still 16 points. Tyler Lockett was good. Higby was decent. Duvernay still looked good. Carson Wentz really let Dino down uh, down today because Hicks and the Ravens, man, Dino, two great defensive ass pieces that he had going today. So, yeah, overall in that division, it's it's too early to call because Mario's going to go to two and one. But Dino's one and two. You're only two games back. You're still going to have three division games. And as we saw last year, we had someone start three and zero, and that's what I'm going to talk about right now in the Tecmo Bowl division. And that is Matt. Matt started out 3-0 last year, and then he lost four straight games. And that's the killer. That's what I love about fantasy is that you can't go, hey, look at look at my own team last year. I started out 7-0, and 
right? Had a big game against Austin. I think he was six and one or six and a, it was something where it was like, we were both right to the top and he ended up winning. And I ended up uh, starting out seven and zero oh and finishing three and four, my final seven games. So it can go the other way. You could start out three and four. You can be four and zero oh like Brian did and finish with seven wins, right? You can be Matt three and zero oh, and then lose four straight and be three and four. And then, find a way to squeeze out a couple wins and he got seven wins and snuck into the playoffs. So that's why it's like, don't panic after the first three weeks. Some of these players, they, even the, the healthy ones, there's so much rotations from the young guys coming in, stepping up and Cordell or Patterson, great week one, terrible week two, great week three. And you just got to find out, get the flow and play the right guys. But Matt is going to be three, and Matt's team is going to be three, and uh, who did he beat? He beat Steve, who was surprising because Matt's team only dropped 140. And see, that's one of some of the things with fantasy too is it can be so misleading, right? He was a monster week two or week one. He had a strong week two. And then week three, Matt's team was terrible. I'm probably going to outscore him. Christian outscored him. Elijah outscored him. Jacob, Dino Dan. See, Dino got a loss and he outscored him. Mario. Nick's team might, Nick's team might as well. So, you know, it, we talked about how insane Matt's team looked and then how good they were week one, how great they were week one, week two, they were really good. And now week three, he had a stinker. And that, that's what, uh, it's all right place, right time. And I think when you get to one and two, like Dino, it's like, I'm not hitting the panic button. Anyone that division in the Tecmo Bowl division, Elijah, he gets to one and two. I think it was great this week. Because a lot of teams who pulled out victories, they salvage an early start, right? You don't want to be 0-3. I'm going to be 0-3. I'm still not panicking. I Like I said, we know that I already said my team is not very good. So I didn't expect much, but I'm still not panicking. You know, the, when it comes to fantasy, we've seen way too many teams and too many things turn around. Steve goes to 1-2. and two. Brian goes to 1-2 and two with the loss. Elijah goes to 1-2. and two. And Matt goes to 3-0. and oh. So he's got a two-game, Matt's team goes to 3-0, and he's got a two-game lead on everybody in that division. But there's that would be the one team, I think, that would win it. Elijah and Brian both had strong teams. Steve, I did not have them ranked very high. So uh, he had a big week last week, which why it jumped him up to number two. We'll see if he stays at number two in that division. But honestly, in the end, I think it's going to – if I had to guess, I would say Matt's team might win that division with Brian close and Brian maybe squeezing a playoff spot. Uh, but St Elijah and Steve, I don't know if they'll be in the playoffs at the end because I still think looking at Madden 23 division as right there, as we talked about, let's see, who did Matt beat? Matt beat, where is it? Beat Steve and Elijah's going to beat Brian. Brian seems surprisingly did not play as well, right? His, uh, Brian picked up a win. What did he win? Week one. Let me see. Let me go back. Come on, come on, come on, Sean. Yeah, he only scored 98 last week. And then... Week one, though, he looked great. 178 destroyed Steve. And that's why I said week one, sometimes some of these weeks, especially when you start out early, you feel like you're on top of the world and you got it down, you know, and you just want the train to keep rolling. And nope, you know, it just didn't work out that way. As as he scored less than 100. And then this week, he scores 126, goes up against a very high-scoring team with Elijah. So 3-0. You got Christian's team at 3-0, Matt's team at 
And in Madden 23, you have the Killer Jays who, with a big victory over Eric, right? Eric picked up the win last week to at least avoid going 0-2 as he had a big game against Nick, a rematch in the championship. I think that was a bigger victory for Eric last week because it got a little bit of revenge and saved, you know, it, no one loves going 0-2 or 0-3. At least, you know, even after this loss, you still got a victory and it's not too far out of place. And it was a division victory. But in the Madden 23 division, Jacob's team, we said, was the number one ranked team. He made some trades that were a little off at the beginning of the year. And now they are looking like, you know, it's still too early. But to get to make the trade where he gave up Kittle, who played today, finally. Mooney has not done anything. And he got St. Brown, who looked outstanding the first two weeks. Not bad today, 13 points. Drake London, outstanding game. Uh, Bateman, not the best. But even with a Herbert, who did not play solid because he's not 100%, he picked up a big, big victory over Eric's team, who, as we went through that division, I still feel all four could make that. Now, Nick goes to – Nick picked up the win, I, th- I believe. Let me see. Yes, he did pick up the victory over Austin, who – Let's as we go through the game. Remember, I'm not doing the full-on breakdown. I will do a podcast where we might do a little bit more now because we'll have the video up for it. But as we go through it, Lamar Jackson continues to be just a freak. He, I'm hearing a lot of talk about oh Jalen Hurts and Tua being league MVPs because they're the two three and O's in real football. But it's like, dude, you cannot just ignore Lamar Jackson should be three and O. Okay, the the Ravens defense could not stop Tyree Kill or Waddle, and they let them come back. That's not Lamar Jackson's fault. He dropped, I think, was it 38 or 35 points that game? You're really going to put that and try to take him out of contention because of that game where he played. He had a 79-yard touchdown pass and a 79-yard touchdown run, and you're going to say he's not the league MVP. So top-notch. But Austin's team, Burrow, okay, strong. Taylor and Harris combined for 25 points. But then it was Jahan Dotson, three points. Aaron Jones, huge disappointment, four points. The Chargers defense really let Austin down, negative 0.74. And then he forgot to take out Darius Leonard. So, I mean, even if he kept him in, I still don't think he would have won because Nick still has Zeke Elliott and uh, what did he have? Taysom Hill. Man, Austin and Nick both kept a guy out. What are you guys thinking, man? Pay attention. But none of them are going to be world beaters this week anyways. So Austin will fall to one and two. So you got Nick at one and two, Austin at one and two, Eric at one and two. So look at these divisions. Now, the thing is, I'm if I'm in Madden 23 division, I might go, okay, this is going to be tough. I'm only two games back. We got a 14-game season. Plenty of time. 11 games easily can come back, right? But but Jacob starts out 3-0. and And usually... Usually, it's rare. It did happen last year where Matt was 3-0, and he did not win the division, right? Dino had the tie. Matt had the tiebreaker because he had beaten him the first time and and had a better division record, but then Dino beat him at the end and uh, won out that division. So we see that things can change quick when you get to the out-of-division games. But I still feel like Madden 23 division has four of the best teams. So if think about it. They all beat each other up. It's kind of like the AFC West where, although actually the Raiders, they only lost to the Chargers. They look terrible against everyone else. But as you look at it with the Madden 23 division, now you've got Eric, Austin, and Nick all going to be playing outside division games to where we could see uh, 
then start to all of them get on a run, right? You can have everyone in that division uh, over 500 within the next three weeks, right? Every, every single one of them can be three and two, three and two, three and two, six, uh, five and oh. And I would not be shocked. Just in two weeks, we can have that. So um, I'm not, if I'm anywhere in that division, I'm not scared. Maybe you want to make a move. Maybe you wait to see what happens. Uh, but I, I would hope no one in that division pulls the ripcord because there's just too much talent and you don't need the division to win, right? We've seen that. Uh, Matt didn't win the division. He won a playoff game, lost to Eric in the second round. Brian won the, uh, barely sneak, snuck in and was not a division winner. What, I can't remember the last division winner that we had to be champ. I, I mean, I have to look. I'm sure we could. Uh, I know it happened at least four years ago, so maybe it happened sooner. I'd have to look up Austin's last win, his last championship, and see if he did that year. But the games, man, the games were absolutely crazy. I'm still hoping for a Cowboy miracle, but Christian's team looks like he's going to have that locked down. There's no real games on the line tomorrow. That's what's disappointing, right? There's not every single one of them, 99%, 99%, 99%, 99%. for Steve. Steve still has a shot. What does Steve has? He has C.D. Lamb, and that's it. So C.D. Lamb is supposed to, yeah, I see that. If C.D. Lamb broke 100 yards and had a touchdown or something, he could still beat Matt. That's true. Yeah, because Matt's team has no one else. Wow. So that's the one big contention. Now, if Dak Prescott was there, I would say, man, I really wish Dak played. I played stupid Flacco like an idiot, thinking, hey, he had a great game against Cleveland. He should do the same against Cincinnati. And no, Flacco totally let me down. Uh, I'm like, man, if Flacco could have just had a 20-point game, I'd be right there still maybe to win, beat Christian. Uh, but yeah, and then I would believe CD. I don't know if CD Lamb's going to get it done with Cooper Rush. I know who's uh, going to be, probably be the top receiver at the end of that game. It's probably going to be Noah Brown, who's been outstanding the first two weeks. And with no Dak, I don't know why I would trust CeeDee Lamb to all of a sudden now turn into a 25-point game. We'll see if it does. I hope it does happen. That'd be great. Then, Because every other division, well, now NFL 2K has Christian at 3-0 and Mario at 2-1. Then that's why, because I'm 0-3 and Dino's 1-2. But the Tecmo Bowl 23, if things stay pat, it'll be 3-0 and 3-1-2 teams. And Madden 23, 3-0 with Jacob and 3-1-2 teams. So the good news is after the first three weeks, this is not like we've seen in previous years where last year we had two 3-0 teams in a lot of divisions. We had multiple divisions that were 3-0. Or no, no, it was 3-0, 2-1. You can't have two 3-0s because they have to play each other. But we had Dino and was 2-1. Matt was 3-0. I was 3-0. Nick was 2-1. Uh, and then you had, um, Eric's team, I think was two and one. It was an, uh, some, maybe Austin. I can't, it was multiple teams where you had Jacob, Mario, Brian, I think we're all zero and three. And so it was like, you're getting a, a, a big thing like that where you're like, oh boy, here we go. You know, and they started pulling the ripcord pretty quick and you start seeing deals made because wisely they were saying they were, they were seeing that so many dominant teams, right? You're like. Okay, after week three and four, if I'm zero and three or one and one and three, whatever the case may be, and I see Eric, Nick, myself, Dino, Matt, all four and one or five and zero, 
it's like, dude, that that's four or five teams that are just better than me. And even if I could sneak into the playoffs, would I be able to pull out three victories against all those guys? Because you're going to have to play at least two of them most likely. And the odds are no. So I think they all made good moves. I didn't think anyone pulled it too quick. Uh, and none of their teams were off the start of the season like, wow. You know, it's not like we said, wow, dude, what's going on? Mario's team should be dominating. It wasn't. It was more of a Brian. I remember Brian uh, had a couple losses where it was like he scored 180 twice. And the teams he played at 200. We were like, man, his team really should be better than this. But other than that, it just it just wasn't happening. So I haven't seen that this year, right? I'm 0-3. I think I'm the only winless team because Elijah got a win. And Nick's going to get a – let me see. Did Nick win? Yeah, Nick's going to win. So the only winless team is myself. And uh, it depends how my score goes tomorrow. If I do drop 155, if I get anything like that, 160, that would be that would be two weeks in a row where I outscored basically half the league. Last week I had 167. I outscored I think five to six teams. So that just means bad luck, and that's why you don't pull the ripcord. If if I'm dropping 110 every week, and you're like, dude, you're literally 12th or 11th, then you panic and you say, you know what, my team can't do anything. I got Dak coming back, according to Jerry Jones. I got Zach Wilson coming back. So I ain't doing nothing, but my guys who I put on the block are still on the block. I, I, I had to put, I wanted to put, uh, I apologize that this podcast is boring. I am like, so my eyes are falling to sleep. I'm going to go in a second, but I had to, I had to put Joe Flacco on the trade block. Cause I was like, I wonder if anyone's going to be like, are you serious, Danny? <laughs> Nobody's going to trade for him because he's going to be irrelevant next week. But I just put it on there. Cause I'm like, Hey, everyone's putting guys up. I want to put someone up. So I just say as a joke. But, yeah, what's the time on this? 25 minutes. I can't believe I talked 26 minutes about basically just things you guys can look on your phone. Well, that's all of my podcasts. So I will do podcasts where it's like, you know, maybe 10 o'clock where I'm not uh, mentally and physically exhausted. And my voice hopefully doesn't sound as bad. But I do hope you got something out of this where you can at least listen to it and go, hey, that's interesting. That's true. Uh, but Dino Dan, hang in there. Your team is way better than your record right now. Brian, Elijah, Elijah doesn't listen. Brian, hang in there. Your team is way better than your record. Steve, if you do get out the win, you should be praising um, any, of the, any of the football gods because I don't think your team – at 2-1, and one, that's amazing if you get to 2-1 and one and have a victory over Matt. So that would be pretty outstanding. But I still feel like Matt's team uh, is better than anyone else in that division with the exception of maybe Brian. Um, and then in Madden 23, we said coming in that Jacob's team looked to be the best. We said Nick's team was uh, pretty good, but not as much depth. Uh, Eric's team had a, a very solid roster with a lot of depth. So, yeah, that that division, no panic. You all got victories. Um, so we'll see what happens after this week with the waiver wires, who grabs who, and if any trades get done. Um yeah, next week might be the week if if I don't even know who I play. Let me see. Let me look. That might be – oh, I play play Austin. Yeah, if if Austin loses and he drops to 1-3 and three and he just lost to 0-3 me, then maybe you'll see both of us start shipping guys out. Who knows? So that is it. Have a great Monday. I really feel like I want Barkley to do so well, but I just feel like the Cowboys who almost always shut him down. The only time he ever has a decent game is when he has good um, – Path, uh, gets a lot of receptions.
because the Giants can't get anything done. I can't believe the Giants are even 2-0. That was a great game against Tennessee. They should not have beat the Panthers, but they did. And I think Dallas shouldn't have beat the Bengals, but they did. And we'll see um, if they can pull out the, the – I think Dallas should win. I think Dallas will win. I think it's going to be based on their defense. But if Daniel Jones goes out and plays outstanding that then and they do get the victory, my hat's off to him because uh, I just don't see it. But, yeah, I hate this, the fact that the game is not super exciting unless you're a Cowboys or Giants fan. Uh, I always love to watch the Cowboys play. And anytime Barkley's on primetime, I'm all over it. So I will watch uh, and be excited. But there's none of us really, other than Steve's game with, you know, CeeDee Lamb and – just to see if he can beat Matt's team. It's like, man, it takes a lot of the spice off for that. So um, I hope everyone has a great Monday. Be safe. And I will not say um a thousand times next episode because I will have refreshed and much more ready. And I will be doing more podcasts and I got to work on that video. It's so much to get done and I'm doing my best. So I will talk to you guys later. Peace.